Hello everybody, welcome back to Goldbridge Saves Football. We've got a jam-packed show for you today. We're going to be talking, of course, it's FA Cup weekend. Uh, we're going to delve into Newcastle. I think they're in danger. They are in danger and I, I, I fully agree with myself on that. Uh, we're also going to be talking about a few other bits, but the big topic we've got, you've asked for it, we're going to give it you. Premier League draft over 25s versus under 25s. Who will get what? I don't know. Well, I'm joined with Will, by Will. How you doing, Will? Yeah, very well, thank you. You know, many people scoff at the FA Cup, but there's some absolutely huge fixtures which we'll talk about later, up and down the list, and I'm excited to get into some other topics that have dominated the comment section on Spotify. Talking about scoffing, um, look, it's all about recommendations in life from people you trust. And uh, somebody did say in our comment section when we were talking about soup on Tuesday, you've got to try smoked bacon and lentil from Covent Garden. I've literally just scoffed it. And I've got to say, um, it was reasonably good. It's not as good as my recommendations, but I, I, I don't disrespect it. And also looking at the comments on the Spotify comments section, um, you know, I had to remind myself what we were talking about. It was almost like porn. Because all I could see was, I like longer and more. That was all it was. The bigger, the better, Mark. The, Will, I just want it to get bigger. And I was like, what? what's going on here? Have they merged with some, I don't know, MILF section from Pornhub? No, we asked you about the, the length of podcasts and actually it all makes sense. Yeah, no, very kind, very nice to get that sort of affirmation back from the people that listen whether you're on your commute whether you're in bed whether you're in the bath slowly sudden yourself with some soft uh, features from around the bath or you're just listening to it in the car we we really appreciate it we do we do we do right let's get flying into this then um, i've got some questions for you to interact with we're also going to be asking who's the nicest celebrity you've ever met and with that, I suppose, comes who's the rudest. I've got a few um, footballers as well. Uh, no surprise there. But uh, we're going to start off with over 25s Premier League 11 against under 25 Premier League 11. So the rules of the game are Will is going to get 25 and under. Yeah. And I'm going to be in the safe space of 25 and over. So there's no uh, I'm not getting cancelled here. So um you can vote on the Spotify poll who has the best 11 here. I think it's going to be very interesting. This was a suggestion from one of you. and We're always open to suggestions in the comments section. Will, should we do this uh, one at a time or do you want to just read your whole team out? No, I think let's go one at a time because there might be okay. some things to debate about. I mean, the first one for me, a goalkeeper, if you allow me just to jump straight in there, was goalkeepers, if you're a football manager fan, the main thing is they tell you 27 to 32 peak age and that's been replicated up and down the Premier League. So I was struggling. And then I thought, just chatting to Greg, uh, one of the producers here, great lad, goalkeeper himself. He was like, Vicario. I was like, brilliant, Greg, you bold bastard. You've done it. But He's older than that. He went on. Vicario is 27. Yeah. Could not believe it. So That, that happened that, to me the other way. Man. I thought Romero was going to be, you know, he's 25. So basically, I've won, haven't um, I? Because I've got Alisson in goal. Yeah, you've won that. I've got James Trafford. Unlucky. Unlucky. Uh, right back, I think you're going to win because I had to message Will and said, do I get 25s as well? Do we both get 25s? And he said, no, 25 and under are all mine. Uh, so I couldn't have who you've got as your 25-year-old, which is? Mine is Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah, so then I looked at Porro, under 25. Reese James under twenty five and injured, no use. Um, so I just went sod it. It was an obvious one. one though. What Trippier? What about Kyle Walker, Harold Z. 
Yeah, he's over twenty-five. Carl Walker. I, I was I was working up to that one. I was going to say uh, trippy, I don't know. <laughs> but of course, I've got Carl Walker at right back. Carl Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's and that's the real quiz. Yeah, Carl Walker definitely. Yeah. I forgot about him. Man City, you see. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you did. Uh, I've got a centre-back pairing of the one you've already mentioned, Christian Romero and William Saliba. Very good. I've got uh, Virgil van Dijk. And then I was stuck, really, actually, because I think Gabriel's done really well for Arsenal this season. I would have gone for balance of Martinez. I wanted a left footer. Um, uh, If we're going on season, I'd give it Gabriel. If we're going on who I think is better, I'd go Martinez. So what do you think? I think that for me, looking at your left back, we done. Go on. Looking at your left back, you've gone on season form, haven't you? So I'll go Gabriel and, and van Dijk. Well, you say that though. Again, I'm struggling at left back. So left back, I've gone um, and and doggy. Yeah, Robertson. Yeah, well, who are you thinking for me? Left back under twenty five. You're gonna struggle. Yeah. There, there, I think there's a real lack of. There's a there, there's one for the boffins. Um, there is a real lack of left backs under twenty five. Um, generally in football I mean I've said it before and I'll say it again I think Alfonso Davies is overrated and probably over 25 if I think about it but uh, I don't I I think there is a bit of a lack of left backs at the moment Um, if you're out playing in your garden tonight you've got a left foot stop shooting and start tackling we need some left backs in the future of this game Um, into your mid go for your midfield three then Midfield three, I've gone attacking. Um, don't bite the hand that feeds you, but I've gone for Declan Rice, Phil Foden and Martin Odegaard. Very much on that 25 and under, just right on the precipice. Yep. Um, well, uh, it's a good midfield, Rice, Foden and Odegaard, but uh, I've got Rodri, Bruno Gamerez <laughs> and Kevin De Bruyne. You've lost. Interesting. So no Bruno Fernandes for you there, though? Well, I don't think you can play Bruno Fernandes and Kevin De Bruyne. And, you know, Kevin De Bruyne, I know he's not played much this season, but his quality is unquestioned. And uh, therefore, it has to be Bruno out. And then I love the balance of Bruno Gamerez. I'm a big fan of his. And uh, obviously, Rodri's the best in the Prem. So, yeah, that's that's why I did that. Explained. I think you take the midfield then. Um, Front three for me. Phil Foden's dropped a little bit deeper so I could get these players in. I've got Saka, Kulisevsky and Erling Haaland. And I've got Salah, Son and Watkins. Oh, I I, I I think I might win that. I've got to be honest here. Um, Read your 11 out. My 11 in full. So starting in goal, James Trafford, Trent, William Saliba, Christian Romero, Destiny Undoggy, I've butchered that, Rice, Foden, Odegaard, Saka, Haaland, Kulisevsky. Yep. And uh, name your manager under 25 as well. Um, I'll go for the uh, young lad from uh, the... Uh, the, uh, the uh... No, we don't. Do, we won't do managers because I've got exclusivity on this. My over twenty-five Premier League eleven is Allison Walker, Van Dyke, Gabriel, Robertson, Rodri, Bruno Gomez, Kevin De Bruyne, Mo Salah, Ollie Watkins, and Son. And if I don't win this poll, there's injustice because age before anything here. This this has proved to me that age matters. 
Um, I do you know what I think? Obviously, potential is not going to be bought into this, but I think form as well. I think I think the front three midfield. I think I actually push you a little bit closer than you were given credit for. The the centre backs have been done over, but then full backs brings it up. Goalie obviously in the but in the bin. But I think it should be a lot closer than you think. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, there might be some young folk out there who want to vote for young, but uh, young people. Um, check their hard drives. But the point I'm trying to make is that I think age has come out on top here, and it's. And I actually didn't mind. I would, I, you know, you took you 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 were desperate to get the under 25s. Don't know why. You know, don't know what the obsession was, but uh, I if I'd have got them, I would have well, been just, confident of winning. But actually, when you look at it, I just knew I just knew you couldn't work with the under 25. Uh, team for reasons that we can't go into yeah um but yeah no I, I think i will win that and uh very very thankful to the person who sent it in age matters next week we'll be talking about whether size matters um with um mia, K- mia khalifa will be our guest for that uh anyway moving on we've got uh we've got lots to get into um just just talking about celebrities actually i'm sure everyone will know who was talking about there don't pretend you don't um but um we would we're going to talk about the fa cup we're going to talk about newcastle in a moment uh, don't forget to get your votes on the poll for that who do you think's got the better team over 25s or under 25s but um we were sort of touching on this forum on tuesday nicest celebrities you've ever met will um and mm. uh, got me thinking that I'm more than happy to share some of these stories. So who are the nicest uh, celebrities you've ever met? And also I've got a couple of rude ones, which I will quantify by saying, you know, they might have been having a bad day. Well, I, I've got my bad one straight away. I think I've told it a few times, but the, the one who was the worst was Tyson Fury. It was a press junket, Ooh. walked in. Uh, was told by the press guy, you know, he's in great form today. So I was absolutely buzzing. Walked in there. Um, he sort of sat down. He went to his press lady. He said, uh, how many more of these have I got left? And she was like, um, you've got five. And he went, no, not for the whole day. And he, she was like, nine. And he was like, for fuck's sake. Shook my hand, very weak, limp, handshake. Sat down. I banged my head on the light. He went, oh. I sat down. My wallet fell out. He went, oh. And then he just gave some of the worst answers ever. But turned a bad situation into a good situation. Um, he said his favourite biscuit was a, a gold bar. And that was the most animated he got. And it got a million views on my TikTok. So rough in the smooth. A gold bar. I like I like a gold bar, Will. I you know like what? If, if the, if the, I went, they're if, tasty. If the best fighter in the world gives you a limp handshake, you know he ain't interested. You know he's yeah, not in exactly. the mood. Because he could crush yeah. your hand. What about you? If it... um, I think the worst um, I've met... Well, he pissed me off really bad was Paul McGraw. Um, I was on a mm. flight to Dublin and uh, we were all queuing up to go on the plane and uh, just heard two people walking along and uh, they, they, they jumped the queue and then actually McGraw actually ended up sort of half barging into my wife. And then wow. didn't even he say sorry. The and then, yeah, he was a very good centre back. But then on the plane, just proceeded to just chat all the way through the the stewardesses doing the uh, air traffic control. If what happens if you crash stuff, which no one wants to listen to, but you do it. It's called manners. And again, look, um, I liked him as a player, but um, and he might have been having a bad day. But you know, at the end of the day, you take people for what they see them, and I just thought it was bad manners and and rude. Sorry. 
people people won't like it, but that's my story. Um, look, there's somebody who could tell a story about me when uh, we met at a roundabout, and they got a few effing and jeffing. They tell a story about Goldbridge, but uh, you know, uh, yeah, that was that. Um, nicest ones I've ever met. Football. I don't know. It's, yeah, I think most people tend to be quite nice, but uh, I've said it before. I think uh, Gary Barlow impresses me, um, and Dan. <laughs> Danny from the scripts. Just they've just done some nice things. When I needed a neighbour, they were oh. there. They were there. It sounds like a script song that does. Um, nicest for me were in football. I tell you who was really nice. Jamie Carragher did a shoot with him once, and he just loves football. Chats to you about football. Asks about you, and then the other one is James Nesbitt. Very very nice. Man. Oh yeah. Oh, that's impressive because he's a Manchester United fan as well. Uh, I found out this week that he's also a part shareholder of, what's it? Some podcast company. Oh, uh, Folding Pocket, yeah. That was it, yeah. Entre- entrepreneur as well as a nice person and a decent actor. Uh, that, 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 that's always a not that's always a good combination. Um, let's talk FA Cup because it is the FA Cup weekend. Which um, look for some people, this is time to switch off. Uh, not the podcast because we've got loads of stuff to talk about there. Like, what's your favourite takeaway? Get in the comments. Let us know. We're going to be talking about that in a minute. Uh, Saturday's coming, but um, yeah, will FA Cup thoughts? I'm I'm quite looking forward to it. Quite simply because the Premier League follows very very quickly afterwards on Tuesday. Well, here we go again because we've got like a weird calendar. We've had the reduced sort of split calendar over the last couple of weeks, but then the fixture list this weekend is absolutely bonkers crazy. So you'll be listening to this Friday morning. So as of tonight, we've got Chelsea Villa on at 7.45, Tottenham Hotspur Man City, Tottenham Hotspur versus Man City at 8 o'clock. Then Saturday, uh, Blues are playing, so get round that, Fulham Newcastle. Sunday, 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 Sunday. West Brom Wolves at 11.45, so that means you know it's going to be tasty. Newport County, Man United, that's a tie of the round for me. And then a potential slippy little number, Blackburn Wrexham on Monday on TV as well. So there's some good fixtures in there. I think me and you are like different ones. What are you looking forward to the most? Um, I think City against, uh, um, is it Chelsea Villa, City uh, at Spurs on Friday night, you know. I don't think you can be too picky with regards to, um, you know, what you want to win. Um, I'm really looking forward to United at Newport. I mean, I know I'm a United fan, but we will win. But I quite like the fact that it's, you know, remember sometimes they used to move them. If it was like a a shitty little ground, they'd move it to the other person's ground. And I think that's the whole point of the FA Cup to go to, you know, some really small ground. And yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, And I just hope we get a few shocks, to be honest with you. Um, in and amongst all of it because the FA Cup um, has lost its magic of course but um, it can still have moments of magic I think Yeah and then also you know like in the last round we had the Sunderland Newcastle derby which hadn't been played for like seven or eight seasons and now we've got the the Black Country derby with all, uh, West Brom versus Wolves they haven't played each other in such a long time as well so that's going to be th- those are the ones that you should look forward to and those are the ones that are tasty and then if we can get like you know if Wrexham can get through to the next round Newport County can cause an upset just want those narratives you just want those stories it bloody it starts tonight we do, Mark we do. Bournemouth Swansea uh, what's that all about Thursday night football in the FA Cup I mean, there's a lot of Friday night games as well. I was saying this yesterday. Four FA Cup games on a Friday night. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. I don't yeah, know whether they're spreading it out. Then we got Premier League midweek, haven't we? 
That's what I'm looking forward to. We should have done a gold bridge this week for next week. Yeah. Week games. But uh, we, could, we, could, we could do it on Monday. Yeah, we could do it. As a saviour. Um, I wanted to talk about Arsenal, uh, Newcastle very, very quickly because uh, I think, uh, yeah. like I said at the start, I think Newcastle could be in a bit of danger. Fulham away in the Cup on Saturday night, followed by Aston Villa away in the league. Uh, lose both those games out of every possibility of winning a trophy and also probably mid-table in the Premier League. Uh, and it's not just the trophy jeopardy, it's the European jeopardy. I mean, the FA Cup is a pathway to Europe. Uh, it always, it, you know, it is. And obviously losing to Villa would, you know, cut them well adrift. It's, um, it doesn't feel, I know we spoke about it a lot, but it doesn't feel like, for numerous reasons, that the the media or the fan base of Newcastle, or it seems like we talk about it a lot and certain people talk about it a lot, but it doesn't seem to be a thing, whereas it is a thing if it's Ten Hag or it's Poch at Chelsea. It doesn't seem to be a thing with Newcastle that actually you're, you're struggling and it could get quite bad in the next seven days to a point where you're basically writing your season off and going, well, let's try again next year. And all that good work of last year where you get to a cup final and you get into the Champions League just gets written off. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting because they've had a little break and Arsenal really benefited from that. It'll be interesting to see how uh, they go on. I think in terms of what you speak about with Ten Hag, I just completely disagree in terms of like, I get why Ten Hag has the pressure and why Eddie Howe's Newcastle don't at the moment because they're they're over overperforming. They've been doing that you know, since he took well, over, well, they're not now. When they took him, yeah, but uh, but they he's going to be he's going to be there. We both agreed this. He's going to be there to the end of the season. So yeah, there's a lot of football to be played. We've made that mistake before when Arsenal were points clear. I think they can have a really good second after the season. They've got a clear calendar, even with FA Cup football, like it's blocked out on a weekend. So you're not going to be playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday. So I just really. I hope for Eddie Howe. I really like Eddie Howe. And I think it's great that we've got a, an English manager doing well, that if he stays at the job, he could really push on and, you know, be a great manager, not just for Newcastle, but hopefully for England. Um, Mark, if it's all right for you, I'd like to hear from our halftime sponsors. Lost their last four Premier League games in a row. Um, 29 points, 10th place. They're mid-table already. And realistically could find themselves in the bottom half of the table next week if they lose to Villa. Um, yeah, I agree he'll be there till the summer, but I think there may not be a better time to change things than than, than this summer coming up, especially if they, they lose the director of football. And also you've got to bring into it that the, the, I was quite shocked about this at the start of the week. Almiron, I, don't, I know he's not gone yet, but he looks like he will. We're hearing Callum Wilson up for sale as well. Trippier's up for sale. I mean, it's, it's actually... It's very reminiscent. I've been talking about a lot about this with Manchester United. I just didn't realise Newcastle was in this situation. When you think about Man United with Ineos coming in, whether we like it or not as United fans, our expenditure on transfers and wages is is ridiculous and the balance of the squad isn't right. So you've got to make money. So you look at homegrown players because it's pure profits and you know hopefully get rid of someone like Scott McTominay, maybe Mason Greenwood. That's pure profit into the club, maybe 60, 70 million quid. And then the other end of the spectrum, you've got your Casemiro's, your Maguire's, your Varane's who are into their 30s on big money. You move them off for a bit of money, you remove the wage. That really helps you on FFP. And I think that's what Newcastle are looking to do with Trippier 
Almiron and Wilson. I think there's a lot of shock around it, but actually they're building a project, aren't they, Will? And therefore, is Trippy a part of a project long term? No. Is Almiron? Probably not. They've got, you know, Harvey Barnes. They've got Gordon. And Callum Wilson, is he part of the long-term project? Probably not. So as much as it's ruthless, you can see why they're doing it. But the shocking thing is that Newcastle are the richest club in the world, but they're going to have to be FFP compliant and they can't just pump that Saudi money in. And this all comes with a backdrop as well. They've got so many players that Eddie Howe is over-delivered with and they're over-performing with and they're sort of curtailing off a bit now the likes of, you know, the, the, the Dan Burns, the Sean Longstaffs in the middle that, you know, you can you can get them to a level and hopefully they stay at that. But over those sort of defeats that you've mentioned, that, that some of these players have not been at that level. Um, I just I really do think they will perform better in the second half. I, even that Manchester City game, they did so well. They have had a lot of injuries. Um, I just the the big thing for me is I don't get why Dan Ashworth would leave uh, Manchester United, leave Newcastle United to go to Manchester United right now because. Everything sort of is in front yeah, of having him a laugh. Uh, with Newcastle. What? That's like bloody. That's like saying, would you leave Kat Slater from EastEnders for Margot Robbie? I mean, you know, Kat's all right. She probably gives you a good few lessons in the bedroom and have a lot of fun, but she ain't Margot Robbie. And Newcastle ain't Man United. But, and yeah, I don't think anyone's put it any better than that. I think you're living in a deluded world. <laughs> I think. Dan Ashworth, like Newcastle will be doing all they can to keep him. And the Ineos going into Manchester United is still an unknown. At the moment, it's great. Everything that's coming out, the PR and everything that's been said is good. But there's still not, you don't know how that relationship's going to work between Ineos and the Glazers going forward until everything happens. So with what he's got at Newcastle right now, it's a clear laid out plan. Well, here's something that uh, that makes this podcast the best football podcast and needs more respect because... It's not just talking about crisps and, you know, best 11s. This week, Deloitte released the richest clubs from last year. Real Madrid, 730 million. Man City, 718 million. Man United were fourth with 650 million. That's with a rotting old Trafford and a shit team. Imagine Manchester United, if you start to... And we've got, a you know, revenue is not everything because... Man United don't make profit very often, which tells you how much money we waste on debt repayments and wages. But if you start to reduce that wage bill down and you start to be more successful and take that revenue up, the spend for Manchester yeah. United is, is massive. And this is the problem that Dan Ashworth's got. He's got a big pot of gold that he can't spend because Newcastle's revenue is so low. Um, they can't get the money into the club. That's the problem for Newcastle. It, it is a project, you're right. But I think Man United's a better project for a director of football because you are, you know, in a very short period of time, you can foresee Man United being able to spend two, three hundred million pounds every year across January and the summer. Whereas Newcastle would love to do that, but it's going to be harder. I mean, everyone thought that Newcastle were going to be Man City, but because of FFP doing what it's done because of Man City. It's going to be hard for Newcastle, I think. Well, friend of the podcast and best friend of yours, Gary Neville, I always think that he came up with that really good solution of, you know, if if you've got people that want to spend money and they can commit to it by, I don't know, the legal term of like, um, you know, when you you have to commit the money that you're going to spend and, and you're liable for that, like that, that could be a possible solution because you are committed to that spend then and it's not just going to have the owners that we've had in that breeze in and out of football. Don't understand what you said there at all. 
it's still. I, oh, I, I, I literally have no. It. I can't. That just sounded like someone who's, you know, I've been in court a lot, <laughs> and they're just not. They're not. Yeah, you, you've literally just said nothing. Well, let's go back to my point. We can cut that out anyway. Um, yeah, look, it'd be, I, I think Dan Ash with taking the Man United job is nailed on, and uh, you can understand why he'd do it. And I think the Newcastle job's a little bit harder. I mean, look, I've even heard of people take. Uh, what was your thought on this, Will? We maybe can get some words out here that make sense. Um, I've heard about Newcastle <laughs> and Jose Mourinho, which I just think is. I don't get the Jose thing. I mean, I did the little clip last time, but I don't. I don't get what it is about Jose. It's a bit like Ronaldo. And Messi, he has his own fan club. And I like Mourinho, but he's done. He is not a Premier League manager. Like, I've, I've followed Mourinho from the days he was knee sliding at Old Trafford. And his style of football will not work in the Premier League. And he's also proven short term. What about, what about Newcastle does he actually fit in with? Nothing. Well, Great yeah, I watch. think if you're a club getting someone in Jose Mourinho like now, I think it's a bit like when Blues hired Wayne Rooney. It's because you want a name and you're not really mm. thinking about the football. You're not really thinking about everything else. So I think unless it's international football, well done. Unless it's international football, I think Jose Mourinho, yeah, if you're hiring him, it's more of a PR move now for certain levels of club. I mean, if you're Accrington Stanley getting Jose Mourinho in, congratulations, I'll shake your hand and say that's a fantastic move. But for most teams in the Premier League, it's a, it's a negative move and international football should be his future. Yeah, and I think if you're Newcastle, I'd be very disappointed if they went and got Jose Mourinho. What they should be doing is going and getting the Sporting Lisbon coach or the, you know, or Xavi Alonso or, you know, someone like that. That's that's what yeah. that's what you do if you're Newcastle and you're building a project. You don't go and get Jose Mourinho. I mean, he'll have, he'll have managed after the Premier League soon. No, 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 no. Um, it is the weekend. I, I feel I just need to divert to something that is close to many football fans' heart, and that is their stomach. Um, Will, we got asked this in the chat. Um, what is your dream takeaway? Now, for me, I'm very much driven on mood and I can wake up on a Saturday morning and think I want an Indian. And by Saturday afternoon, I'm like, you know what? It's a Chinese. Um, but you can go first, my friend. What's what's in your stomach and why? What's What are you putting in your mouth? Yeah, thanks, Mark. I mean, if it's a Friday night, what am I putting in my mouth? I love nothing more than a battered sausage uh, and a chippy uh, salt and vinegar, doused in vinegar. I could die and be drowned in chip shop vinegar. I absolutely love it. Um, and then I'd have a curry sauce, a gravy, and a mushy peas, and I'd get them and I'd tip them all on top of each other, just like that. I tell you what, I have told some. Some people will know this story, but I don't think I've told it you. When I lived in Ireland, they used to call it the chipper, and used to get everything in a brown bag, which was really hard for me to get accustomed to, being an English lad who, you know, they don't do mushy peas, they don't do curry sauce. Basically, your chips go in a brown bag and your fish goes in there and you get your salt and vinegar and that's it. But there's no peas, there's nothing like that. And it's nice, but it's completely it's a, it's a completely different fish and chip experience if you live in Ireland. Anyway, one Friday night, we'd been down the local. We're walking out. You go into the chipper. It's always busy. We're walking out, crossing the road, and one of our mates who's quite drunk um, walks in front of this car as it comes along and it pips him. He's nicked the vinegar. He goes, calm down and have some vinegar on your chips. It just tips vinegar on the bonnet, right? <laughs> anyway, I mean, it's very unlucky what happened. It was uh, an unmarked police car. <laughs> oh, my so, God. So uh, they got out, pinned him up against the wall. 
and he was like, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. And uh, he, they basically, fair play to them. They they, they didn't nick him, they, 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 but it was it was quite humiliating. They said, where'd you get that vinegar from? And he said, I nicked it from the chip shop. So they frog marched him each arm back to the chip shop. And of course, we, we, we wouldn't have known this if we hadn't followed behind laughing our head off. And he had to walk into a packed chip shop and apologise and give the vinegar back. Uh, and that is a true story. It was very funny. <laughs> Very funny. That's um, Saturday night takeaway for me, not Ant and Deck. Um, my my ideal one, I still think, even though it's mood driven, would be chicken tikka masala, garlic naan, uh, some chicken pakoras, uh, pilar rice, Ooh. and I don't know, a mushroom bhaji or something like that. Lovely. I do like an Indian. But my go-to Chinese would be, Chinese would be chow mein, egg fried rice, Sweet and sour, Cantonese style, and maybe a few chips. It's one of those yeah, two. Think the sweet and pe- salt and pepper chips from Chinese, absolutely unrivaled. I do like an Indian myself. Very much a big fan of a um, um, chick- um, a, a paneer masala at the moment. I really like cheesy mm-hmm. naan, really cheesy, and an onion bhaji. Want to peel our rice? I do like an onion bhaji. I do like an onion bhaji. Uh, I've got any either ors for the for the FA Cup. Um, yeah, so well, we've got the games here. So the big ones on the list uh, are a bit all over the place today. But let's go back to the FA Cup. We got West Brom Wolves. Who are you going for? Um, that's that's a really interesting one, isn't it? Eleven forty-five to keep them out of the pub uh, on a Sunday. Um, I'll go with Wolves on that one. Uh, oh, yeah, I can't. Really you know, what, I'll go with Wolves because it. the. Uh... You what, mate? I was going to say, don't make me pick that. It's like uh, it's a horrible choice for me. Well, you know, I'd like to think West Brom will give him a game, but I think we've seen the evidence that the championship is miles behind the Prem. I mean, look at mm-hmm. what happened to Borough the other night. Look at what happened to Sunderland. The gap's getting bigger because of the competitive nature of the Premier League. You know, you've got Fulham and that buying people like Palinia from Sporting Lisbon. You know, it's hard for the championship clubs to compete. We've seen it with Luton and Sheffield United as well. So I'll go Wolves in that one. Next. Next for you, Mark, is Tottenham versus Man City. Uh, I think City will win simply because I think Tottenham will take it seriously. It's the only cup they can win now, isn't it? Apart from the league, which they're not going to do. Um, but I think Tottenham missing still some key players. Man City look like they are, you know, in the gear at the moment. And uh, I'd fancy Pep to take it seriously. So I'll go. I'd love Spurs to win, but I think City. I'll go Big Ange all the way for that one. Chelsea versus Villa. I'll go Chelsea. What are you going for? Yeah, I think with home advantage, Chelsea will uh, take the Cups very seriously as well because uh, they're crap in the league, whereas Villa got Europe and also doing well in the Prem. So, yeah, you can see I'd agree with you on that, Chelsea. And then I've got Newport County versus Manchester United, but uh, that pitch can be a bit of a leveller. I tell you what, that pitch would have to be a bloody shithouse sewer. For them to have a chance, got no chance, absolutely none. It's a matter of how many. Um, I'm looking forward to. Wow. I, I think surely, surely got to be at least five to Man United. With all due respect to Newport, enjoy the day. Um, you're on the telly. Um, like those Middlesbrough fans, just enjoy your day because uh, you're going to get battered like Will Sausage. Yeah, stick that in on my mouth any night. day. Um, 
Shall we have a look at Goldbridge as well? Because yeah, we will do we'll do it on Monday's recording for Tuesday for next week's midweek games. But we mentioned it on the Monday show. But last week was absolutely spectacular. Saturday afternoon, Mark full of spirits, full of joy, dropping me text messages, gloating. Maybe he was looking forward to his Chinese. It was twenty two twenty one going into last week. Mark got Martinelli, Raya, Tony scored on the Saturday. He was full of joy. Sunday, 7 o'clock, egg on his face. Not from his fried rice, but because he looked like a prat. Me, Alisson, goal, uh, clean sheet, Jota, 2, Nunes, 2, 5 points for me. That makes it 26-26. Well, all I'm going to say about this is there was five games to pick from and you picked two players from the same team in the same game. And I think that, quite rightly, the comments will say, Morally, Goldbridge is winning, even though it's 2026, 26, 2026, 26, 26. I'm struggling with that. Um, yeah, but look, you, you got lucky. You got five points in one game. You, you know, Alisson's in goal for Liverpool and then Jota and Nunez got four points for you. I, w- I, I like my winning to be more rounded. Martinelli with two goals, Tony with a goal and obviously my clean sheet from Raya. But uh, the, the, the worst thing for me is the clip from last week which, which you know, you did, did, did we, was I, what was I proud of the week for on Tuesday? What did I do? Just your reaction to like all the goals going in. There's another contender. I remembered it from Goldbridge. You know what I said when I was picking my defender? I was going to go Gabriel, oh, yeah, but yeah. dreams don't come true. So I'm going to go with Van Dyke. Yeah. And if I'd put Gabriel in there, I'd have another three points. I'd be 29 26. No, that that, that, oh, that could kill me. Yeah. That, that, well, that's that, Goldbridge, that. mate, isn't it? Yeah. But who'd be smug then, eh? Yeah, well, it's me. Well, we saw bloody the, smug the then, the would career. you? Yeah. So have that up your keister. Go with your, go with your hunch, don't go with your bunch. Or, or whatever they say. Yeah, I don't think they say that. Um, let's know. just have a look at a few of the comments that have been uh, left over from last week. We've done a bit of food chat already, but obviously you've mentioned the soup. Uh, we had a lot of chat about crisps. Um, I just want to make sure these are not real crisps and somebody's actually just got this wrong. Oh, no, they are real. Sorry. Someone in the chat basically said, um, my favourite crisps, the best crisps are Prongles. And I thought they'd spelt Pringles wrong, but I've just Googled them. Um, And there's a real thing called Prongles. Have you ever had them? Nope, never had those. Don't know what that's all about. I don't know if they're the Audi. Prongles are a type of card. Chip, chip created by. Oh, it's a parody chip. Uh, okay. They've got a big pig on it. I think it might be a joke. Probably been done here. Probably going to get clipped up and cancelled. Um, love yeah. this podcast. Look forward to the episodes each week. But hands down, posh crisps are um, torre, uh, some truffle crisps. The other ones there, a bit old for me. But Mark, you might remember Brannigan's roast beef and mustard. I do remember Brannigan's crisps, yeah, definitely. They were they were nice, definitely. Was that like a post-war uh, crisp? I remember as I, as a kid, no. As a kid, I remember we used to have these crisps that were pigs, little pigs. They were like literally little pigs. And uh, I think smoky bacon was obviously a favour flavour, but they were really nice. Um, uh, one of the best crisps I had growing up was smi- spicy tomato snaps. Loved them. Never heard of them. I tell you the worst. I tell you the worst crisp on the market, hands down. The worst crisp, French fries. Absolutely, it's like eating thin air. You don't see them anymore. Yeah, they don't fill you up. Definitely, don't fill you up. No, 
Um, yeah, but uh, get your comments in on takeaways and crisps and soups. We love all that. And uh, get your comments in in general. And don't forget to vote on over 25s or under 25s. I think they've, I think they've, I think, I think I've got this. I think I've got this. Um, and obviously a very big weekend. I'm telling you now, I'm ahead of the game here. Watch out Newcastle. If they lose to Fulham and lose to Villa, I mean, people will wake up to the fact that they're in big trouble. Big trouble. Well, hopefully, I'm just hoping Blues can navigate Leicester away. Lots of Blues fans going across there. Just want to be naming the hat to get a Man United away. Can you imagine if that? Imagine if we get drawn for that. I'll be, I'll be straight. I'd, up I'd there. love that. Straight that, in your that'd face. That'd be an, I'd love it because it'd be another bye to the quarterfinals. Then, Wigan, Newport, Steady, Birmingham. I oh, love all that. Uh, just keep giving Clip us the that. shit in the FA Cup all the way to the final. <laughs> Keep clip that clip that I'll be I'll be ramming that right up your battered sausage. We won't lose to Birmingham. You won't even be in. Yeah, well, I hope you do get through, and I hope we get you at Old Trafford. That'd be nice. Nice. That'd be another quarterfinal plan. That love it. Anyway, thanks everyone for tuning in. Enjoyed it. I hope you have as well. Make sure you're giving us a follow and five stars and telling everybody about it. The podcast revolution of Goldbridge saves football, and uh, you're all legends for listening. Thanks very much from me. And from me, ciao for now. Mm-hmm.